on this episode of Why Watch That. We know that they survived this. We saw them <laughs> before this flashback. I mean, this isn't like stuff. If you haven't seen season one, it's not like, oh, you know, there's a beef. No, this is life-threatening. Attempted murder. <laughs> now come, let us pray. <laughs> and and you don't want to pray with that lady. Uh, or maybe you do want to pray with her. No worshiping know. with her. Uh, I mean. But you now, you little whining people, you oh, now have dear. to think about TVs, unfortunately. Look, get your diapers off. Okay, here we are. Okay. <laughs> and grow up. <laughs> they slowed that sucker down. So you heard every, every gyration. The people in Times Square <laughs> were going nuts. Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why, Why Watch, Watch That. Critic? Yes. Critic! What? Have you heard? We just got a buy me a coffee page. <laughs> What's that? Boy, come on. It's a place where listeners can support our work for as little as $5. dollars <laughs> Pretty much the price of a coffee. I don't drink no coffee. What you talking about? Well, you don't drink anything but water <laughs> and eat raw potatoes. But... <laughs> I guess they can buy you a popcorn. How about that? (laughs) uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) right, right. (laughs) Well, everyone, look, visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that to support our work or purchase our valuable resources. Yeah, you know what? We just added the TV trackers to help you curate a collection of shows you'll love to watch. So find this and more ways to support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. So, Critic, are you going to buy me a coffee? Maybe. The Why Watch That Talk. Well, we are back at it. I just had to give it to you like that. Talk it! Yes. (laughs) You almost gave us a Skeletor moment. Uh, You know what? Skeletor should be respected. Yeah, well, Um, go to YouTube, everybody, and look up Skeletor clips. I'm just telling, just look it up. It is the most hilarious stuff you'll ever see. Oh, that voice actor was having a great time. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's not what we're talking about, but we are talking about TV, just not cartoons. Yeah. We need to do a catch up because we have been away. We've been dealing with a lot of film. We just got out of a film festival. And then on top of that, we had a little hiatus. But we're only going to deal with some TV premieres of season series and a sneak peek. So wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. In and out. Mm. Let's start with a new TV show called American Rust. Now, this is on Showtime. It's about nine episodes, very familiar cast, um, especially, I, I feel like Jeff Daniels is like, I don't know if he has an overall with Showtime or he did that one. Um, anyway, Jeff Daniels, he loves doing television now, mm-hmm. but only if it's a couple episodes, it can't be a huge commitment. So what is this American Rust all about? Well, 
when I describe this, you might go, are you sure you're talking about American Rust? Isn't this something else? Now, Jeff Daniels plays a sheriff in southwestern Pennsylvania. So he's Del Harris. From the beginning, we see that he's not in a good state. He's ingesting certain substances. What substances? Why? Now, he is very interested in a woman played by Maura Tierney, Grace. But is she available? I mean, he's courting her to what avail? Because she does have a husband. And she has a teenage son. Now, this son was a football star uh, and was offered a scholarship to play football. He didn't take it. Why? And he has a friend who's really the brother of the woman who got away. Now, his friend's sister, the woman who got away, they learned something about her that's devastating for them both, the brother and him. So what comes of that is the question. Huh. Now, speaking of this brother and sister, they have a father. The father, by the way, is played by Bill Camp. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Love Bill Camp. We do. But I see Bill Camp. I smile. Oh, Bill Camp can do no wrong. He's never smiling. But no, have we seen Bill Camp smile? I don't know. If we have, we got. We were very afraid. Briefly, very briefly. (laughs) So Bill is there, but Bill has to be taken care of. His character. So. The brother is there taking care of him. The sister is not. Now, toward the end of the first episode, a murder seems to have happened. Oh, dear. Of somebody who floats in and floats out. But the floating is very harsh. You'll see Is this the opposite of Mayor of Easttown? Like, what's happening? (laughs) See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Didn't we see something like this not too long ago? So I won't tell you how this character, the importance of the character, I should say, because you'll see there's a moment that happens with some of the people I talked about, a violent moment. Then he ends up dead and you're like, okay, who did it? And so on and so forth. But like the ref said, Mayor of Easttown, wasn't that in Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. That's what I'm literally. Have, uh, it was a detective here. Now it's a sheriff in this sheriff. show. We have a bunch of different characters in the area who all know each other. Like I imagine that the people who made this show saw Mayor of Easttown and went, and we're like, dang, dang it, it. <laughs> <laughs> rats!" <laughs> what? Because you have to compare it to it. There is no yeah. way around it. Yeah. And what I would say is, unlike Mayor, which I would call art, this is textbook. The characters in Mayor of Easttown, they are characters. They're people. That's how you felt. The writing and the performances, all of that. This is just like, okay. I mean, they're just some characters. I will say for the rest's sake, the dialects here are gentler. (laughs) I was going to say, well, what kind of people are we talking about with Mayor? (laughs) My daughter. (laughs) He murdered my daughter. So you don't have that. 
And the other thing I have to say about this, they have this flashback mechanism. Writers of the world unite and listen to me. <laughs> Stop with the flashback. Especially if it dampens suspense. We know that they survived this. We saw <laughs> them before this flashback. Think of the viewing experience. So for me, if you've seen Mayor of Easttown, I don't know that. Even with the great Jeff Daniels and Maura Tierney and Bill Camp and so on and so forth, I just, I don't see the need for it. I don't. If you haven't seen Mayor and you're interested in this, start here. Start here. And then go to Mayor. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's move on to, I mean, we're, we're talking about star-studded back-to-back. Yeah. Scenes from a marriage. Now, this is on HBO. You mm-hmm. will find it on HBO Max because that's how that works. But this is on HBO. You can watch it in time. Now, this comes to us from um, Haggai Levy. And he wrote it. He directed it um, along with Amy Herzog doing a couple episodes of writing. But this cast... I mean, when was the last time we've seen Jessica Chastain in a TV role? Have we? You know, like, it may be her first. Oscar Isaac. Hello. Corey Stahl is no, obviously no, you know, he's a veteran of of television, a really good television. Um, uh, Nicole uh, Bahari is in this as well. Like, it really seems and smells like a great cast. Now, when you look at the poster and you sort of glance around a little bit, are you, you're kind of like, is this marriage story or what, you know, what's happening mm-hmm. here? Um, but, you know, maybe not. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pair it with marriage story, my friends. Um, that's an interesting question, though, looking at it that way. Yeah. Um, it is based on Ingmar, Ingmar Bergman's film. Um so Bergman films can be a challenge for almost anybody. Okay, unless you are like a film buff. That's really what Bergman's films are for. In my 20s, I went through almost all of his films uh, when I was working through Ebert's list, top 100 mm-hmm. movies. And I remember watching them. Okay, mm-hmm. some of them, I was like, well, there were a couple of them. I was like, ooh, that was good. And one of my favorite of his, it took about almost an hour for me to like it. Um, oh. So it's that kind of thing. But scenes from a marriage it, for Bergman is probably one of his more accessible because it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. And that's what we get in the show. So Oscar and Jessica play a married couple, Jonathan and Mira. And they are participants in a study, a, a graduate student or a PhD uh, candidate, whoever, is interviewing them because... She is uh, investigating how gender roles are affecting contemporary marriage, essentially. Now, of course, she has her academic jargon that she says, and they even look at her and go, what? (laughs) You know, so she's interviewing them on their marriage and we come to learn about them as she does. They have a young daughter, uh, but Mira is the breadwinner. Daughter, you mean. Daughter, daughter. (laughs) But Mira is the breadwinner. She works Mm -hmm. in tech as a VP. Now, Jonathan, I mean, he is like a professor, you know, so that's no problem. It's not like he can't provide, but he can't provide the way Mira does. So he's the one who stays at home because he has flexible hours and takes care of the daughter. How does that weigh on Mira? She comes home when she can. 
you know, she's always sure to be home before bedtime and yeah. she makes up for it on the weekend. This is what she's saying. And, you know, this person is interviewing them is like, okay, describe yourself, you know, and they're like, describe myself, you know, yeah, the description, like, give me some certain things that you do. And what words do they use to describe themselves is the question. So we're learning about their marriage. And then also in the first episode, we see two of their friends who are also married, played by Nicole and Corey. Mm -hmm. So that is a Kate and Peter. Now, Kate and Peter have a different kind of marriage. Jonathan and Mira and most marriages. It is a traditional. I will say that. Mm -hmm. But that has come with a consequence. Their relationship in this scene is rocky. Why? What's the resolution? And this argument spills out in front of Jonathan and Mira. Do they take sides? Do they try to defuse the situation? Does it make them think of their own marriage? And so on and so forth. So this is, again, a lot of talking. It's exploring, like I said, contemporary gender roles in marriage. You have this cast. Of course, the center of it is Oscar and Jessica. The supporting cast, all of them, they can act. Okay? So they're not going to be bad. They they are not going to be bad, these people. I don't care what you put them in. It may not be great, but it's not going to be bad. Because they can right. break down a, a scene structurally. That's what this takes. As an actor, you can beat the scene out and go, okay, these are the moments. You'll be okay. But for a piece that relies on a lot of that, 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 talking, yeah. you got to be special. Mm. Professional isn't enough. Especially observationally, I wouldn't call this special. You know what I was thinking of, Ref, which this has nothing to do thematically at all. But when it comes to a lot of talking and just, you know, actors, mass. Oh. That's what it took me back to, because that is special. Which is coming out soon, so maybe our, our listeners don't know it quite yet. But if you look around, mass is coming out very, very soon. Very soon. Reed Bernie, Jason Isaacs, uh, Martha Plimpton, and Anne Dowd. <laughs> we love Anne Dowd. If you're going to have a lot of talking where it's almost like a play. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. Or it's kind of like, okay, this is fine. Now I'll say this. If you're interested, there's another HBO show that if you like it, you'll probably like this. It's in treatment. So if you're an mm-hmm. in treatment person, scenes from a marriage. If you've seen in treatment and went, mm, you're not going to like scenes from a marriage. All right. Well, that's good advice. Let's move on to some shows returning for another season. We've got now this has been a long awaited return. Um, I know you specifically are very excited about this new season of the show. And it is Wu-Tang, an American saga. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. I don't know if people thought Wu-Tang would get a season two. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. But they did a great job casting. Yes. They did a good job of, of really getting that story through, especially if you're a hip hop head um, or if you're just a Wu-Tang like yeah. nut, you know, you know, how long are we going to go here? Well, you, you can go pretty long. Yeah. This is on Hulu, of course. And Hulu's been doing a very good job of releasing multiple episodes during whatever's premiere, you know, whether it's a 
season premiere or if, even if it's um, a series premiere. They've been doing a very, very good job of wetting your whistle just enough to make sure that you come back next week. Yeah, exactly. Should I? So like the Rizzo, when I'm doing this review, you know, because this is Shaolin. Anyway, <laughs> so you know how big of a fan I was of season one, Ref. You, oh my goodness. You were very much I really so. appreciated every episode except from one. I think it was episode six. I was like, mm, what happened? But then they got it back together. So at this moment in season two, what has happened is Bobby, Rizzo, and his family, they've left New York City. Now, remember what happened at the end of season one? I won't say because the ref didn't finish season one. I did, dang it. But something <laughs> happened where he needed to get out of New York City. Uh-oh. I would tell you that. So the whole family left. We find out his sister is in a state. See, I can't say this to spoil it for the ref. His sister is in a certain physical state. Okay. And joining the family is, you know, of course, Bobby's best friend. Ghost. Ghostface. Dennis. <laughs> so they're like in Ohio. And, you know, mama's boyfriend, whoever, took them there. He's like, look, <laughs> he's like, there are minerals. <laughs> in the soil there. Okay. I mean, uh, one of my favorite actors now, I, I, I just have to say, Bokeem Woodbine. I just love Bokeem Woodbine. Why do I know that name? Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Bokeem Woodbine? Why do you... Uh, well, I mean, Jason's lyric, if we start there... Oh, was, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, I, yeah. Yes. Yep. I'm here. I'm here. And I'll say it again to you, Ref. Second season of Fargo. <laughs> We'll get to it, I promise. You know how many times you've said it on and off I know, air? I know. <laughs> it's going to be like um, the way I was with Shit's Creek with yes. you. I'm like, will yes. you please watch it? <laughs> so, okay. Now, you can leave New York City, but will New York City leave you? Will those uh-huh. habits you have leave you? So they're in Ohio, and you know, some Ohioans are like, who you think you are. Mm. So what happens is more trouble ensues and Bobby's got to leave Ohio and go back to New York City. And his idea is, it's come to him. There is a symphony I'm going to build. A symphony of voices from all these people I know. I got to get them all together. Mm. Now, does Ghost go with him? He has a reason not to. I'll tell you that. Well, you I mean, everybody knows what happens. Yeah. Now, remember, Bobby also has an older brother, Divine. Yes. How is he pulled in? Remember, there are warring factions. Most notably, and maybe a shock for some, Raekwon and Ghost. Mm. How can Bobby get the two of them together? I mean, this isn't like stuff. If you haven't seen season one, it's not like, oh, you know, there's a beef. No, this is life-threatening. Attempted murder. (laughs) Yes, like. Shoot up your mama house. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, and there's Vine's counterpoint, counterpart, I should say, who's with Raekwon. He's involved in Wu-Tang How. Now, everybody that Bobby pulls in is not a rapper. 
necessarily. Right. So keep that in mind. So how can he get them all together? And will he be able to do that and keep his life? Because he's in the middle of this stuff. Now, with that, to wet your whistle. I've seen the first, but four episodes, I believe, of season two. When this show has a sense of humor, that's when I like it. Season one had a lot of that. And it's just fun to watch. What I will tell them is this, though. You can't drag this out. Mm. In season two, there is... The last episode, they were on the Staten Island Ferry the whole time. And it was a lot of just walking in and out of places on the boat. That could have been a 10-minute scene, the whole episode. See, this is the thing we have to watch out for. You can't now go, okay, we're looking forward and trying to see. Let's not get to the end too quickly. Get to the end too quickly. It's better. Get to the end. Then you could flashback your favorite thing. (laughs) Or do it from another perspective. Yes. yes. Well, well a flashback here is fine. We already know. Well, it is a flashback. It's it all exactly. one big flashback. <laughs> so that's my that's my caution to them. They have the cast, but I don't want to see them treading water. We have to watch out. Because even in that episode, Ref, they were doing certain things like almost a Western, the close-up on the eyes. Why don't you just make it a Western? You can do that in this kind of show. Make it mm. a literal Western. So I think they need to let go a bit more. Get that spirit of season one back when you didn't know whether there was going to be a season two. This is true. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Talk about a season two. Oh, my gosh. We are going to Apple Plus. We haven't been there in a while. It's been it's been a little bit. We're going to hang out for the rest going of into this. the bowels of Apple TV. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, this is a show that I binged. And I'm completely caught up with C. Now, yeah. last season, I remember you reviewing it going, I don't know what I'm watching, but I'm watching it. Yes. And I and a lot of people I talked to were like, I have no idea what I'm watching. No idea. I don't see C. Very, <laughs> I don't see what they see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, let's just, you know, watch it. I am a huge fan of Jason. I, yeah. Jason Momoa is, to me, in the right role, given the right circumstances, is absolutely compelling. Yeah. And the first season of C was absolutely compelling. Now, I did forward through, like, all the Queen stuff. Like, just some of that was just, <laughs> I was just and like, forward, want- forward, forward, forward. I want power. No, it's... It, I want it, you to worship me. I mean, the, she, the, wait, she, it's crazy. Wait, this, this actress, this season, she's like, I don't know. But that's what it is. If you don't know what I want, <laughs> perhaps you should worship me. Wait, and she'll be like, now come, let us pray. <laughs> and and you don't want to pray with that lady. Uh, or maybe you do want to pray with her. No worshiping know. with her. Uh, I mean. You're going to make you work. <laughs> I don't know what God. I, listen, I don't pray like Whew. that now. <laughs> I don't know anybody who does, but, you know, the world is big. <laughs> the world is very big in the world of C. Now, this is season two. They're only giving us eight more episodes, but we know that this was season three because they were able to film season three while they were filming season two. And I can almost imagine, you know, the actors that they have 
like Jason, who is responsible for playing Aquaman. And, you know, I'm certainly, there are certain um, responsibilities um, that quite frankly, you know, you can't keep Jason forever. He's a complete feature film star. And I'm setting it up all that to say is that I was so enamored by the fight scenes. Mm. First of all, the pilot of C, get on it and watch mm. it. It is mm. brilliant. It was just like, whoa. Whoa. What is this world? Yes. And other fight scenes that you will see. I mean, the way he fights. Yes. Just watch out. And just by the way, Jason is from Iowa. So ha ha ha. <laughs> I'll listen to his well, that's, dialogue. That's I mean, why he get down so well with that blade. You see, I know. I will cut the their cord. That's right, wrestling. Well, he grew up in in, in uh, he's you know Hawaiian, but his yes. folks are from Iowa, and he spent a lot of time out there. And I can tell that. And here it is. I know you're going to go into it. Mm. We both we're both caught up. I think I'm maybe a little farther than you are, Therefore, but that's right. Um, we have to figure out. Mm. <laughs> How to get over the season two slump. Mm. Because what happens is when you get a lot of shows that like Wu-Tang, like C, um, like other shows that we've talked about, whenever you get renewed surprisingly, <laughs> and we're like, whoa, we're going to do this again? Yeah, they're like, well, uh, um, what? <laughs> yes, morning show. I mean, you could just keep going on and on. Mm. Whenever you get that second season and there is a potential future, there's a tendency to slow down two things, two, well, three really, but two tendency to slow down a tendency to focus on other characters that we don't care about and other storylines. And then the third is there is this temptation for some weird reason to milk every dramatic moment. <laughs> and I don't know, you know, Ted Lasso, I mean, we could just go on and on. on, and, on and on and on. I'm on doing and Apple on. right now. Sorry, Apple. But like, you can go on and on about like getting awards, getting recognition. And then now you've got to give those actors their due with, you know, just milky moments. We don't have to do that. Let's just stick with the story. What what What, what actually is happening season two because we have a new character and a new superstar going head to head with Jason. Yes. Just not enough. We don't see. I know. <laughs> like, why are they on the I poster? I, I, anyway. I know. And I love Dave Bautista. I really do. I think he's a lot of fun to watch. And he's a worthy, he's worthy. Perfect cast. Yeah. And he and Jason love each other. I mean, they talk about doing a movie together. So, well, their scenes were great yeah. when they had them. Well, but you know, that is, <laughs> I think I'm doing a very what? good queen. What I want to do. And then she'll always speed up like this. Say this. Now, I'm going to say it again. You've got to think of the viewers. You were talking about some of the fight scenes from season one, Raph. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this my goodness. flies in the face of all of these wonderful auteurs out here now who are saying, oh, my movie can't screen on a TV. Really? It can't. 
Let me tell y'all something while I'm on this. Let me tell y'all something. Uh-oh, uh-oh. If your story and your movie isn't strong enough to be shown at home, that's on you. That's that's a problem for you. If the only way to really get a great experience from your movie is in a theater, that's your problem. I've seen movies that I couldn't see in a the theater because I wasn't alive on a TV. Yeah. You're telling me that Alien didn't work on a TV? Grow up. Oh, whoa. Okay, there it is. Now, look, we love <laughs> oh theaters. Keep them. That's great. Of course, you're going to make a movie for a theater. But you now, you little whining people, you oh, now have dear. to think about TVs. Unfortunately, this is what the world is doing. Stop. Put Look, get your diapers off. Okay, here we are. Okay. <laughs> and grow up. The rest of us have had to do that. Oh, my God. Now it's your turn. Now, okay. Well, let's just lighten that up. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> don't worry. I, don't worry, everybody. I'll keep coming back to that theme when it's necessary. Oh, don't it's worry. it's absolutely necessary. If you want to just... rant? It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All these movies better be brilliant. I tell you that they better be brilliant. Uh-oh. Now, Uh-oh. speaking of brilliance, is that the case in season two of C? Like you were saying, Ref, all of these tangential characters in any story are that tangential. You've got to know your story and stick to it. We now, and we talked about this ref uh, outside of recording. We now have so much stuff that it's even more important that you streamline your story, not add to it. Yeah. The more you add, the more it's like, oh, it's like that. It's like that. It's just too much. Get clear and stick with it. And people will stick with you. Why do we love Tab Lasso? It's like hot chocolate. And we didn't expect it. That's your show. Why do we love C? Because we see Baba Voss, played by Jason Momoa, kicking butt. And yes. they can't see. They're blind. They're yes, blind. And you have Alfred Woodard slinking around. <laughs> She's, I love her. Where is she in season two from the beginning? Uh, barely in it. Focus on what matters. It is Baba Voss's show. Yeah, it is. No question. And when the, the opening of season two, you get a fight and you go, oh yeah, we're, we're getting it. It's crazy. It. It's then you start getting the queen. Yes, you do. And the queens. I won't tell you who. Who was Baba Voss's wife. She's now with the queen. Why? Why? What is that about? Do they know where she is? And I will have to say this. If you haven't seen season one, you just need to skip forward. Oh no. You, you have to skip because I have to talk about this to talk about season two. Oh, skip us forward. I oh, skip us skip forward. The, That's right. Yes. No, no, no. I was like, don't watch season two. <laughs> you haven't watched season one. Yes. Go no, ahead no, no. and hit hit forward, 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 forward. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yes. Because we know the daughter. Hanawa. Is now a captive. Where? They're searching for her. Where? Under whose clutches? Well, mm. Dave Bautista comes in playing a character. His character is Ido. I won't say the last name. How is he connected to Baba? Interesting. Hmm. So Baba's got to get in and get his daughter. Well, so first of all, the way they're connected, if there is a connection, uh, is not... I, I was like... Mm. <laughs> Shouldn't that be reversed? <laughs> yeah, I'll just say that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, 
Baba's got to go get her, but Ido knows he's coming. I'll put it that way. Ooh, how? How? Hmm. Now, uh, the son is still out trying to help Baba. And, you know, I mean, these children are worthless. Sorry. I mean, they have sight, but they may as well. literally scream. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. I scream at my... the the TV and how they made these kids so dumb. Like you can't, it's not even, and dumb, not, not not to be disrespectful, but Mm -hmm. literally it takes effort to be this oblivious. If I hear one more time, you Mm -hmm. know, there's nobody here. Like listen to your father. There's nobody here. I don't see anybody. I don't see. And then, okay. Anyway, them kids get on my nerves. Go ahead. Yes. I mean, the more you can see in the show, the stupider you are. That's how it seems. For some weird reason. Now, where did they get their sight? We gave it to them. And that person is not in the best state we know from season one. Uh, I mean, I'll just say, oh, what a beautiful morning. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he didn't sing that, did he? That actor. So, again, we have tangents here in season two. I just care about Baba Voss, to be honest. That's it. That's it. And, and I got in this episode two, and a character we thought was gone comes back. They squandered that. I watched it with my brother. We were like, okay, we, we have to say goodbye to the show, unfortunately. That, why watch that is not saying goodbye to we it. Are it's not. just the critic. I will continue on. There we go. Do you, Raf, add, add please to that. I will say this much for season two, for those of you who are fans of season one, I feel like what happened was they got someone from the Game of Thrones writing room Mm. and they brought them to teach them how to drive people nuts because it literally (laughs) slows down into, like you're saying, these tandem um, storylines that aren't as compelling and important. But at the end of the day, if you are a fan, of the journey of Baba Boss. Mm. I have a, a tip for you. It's called Fast Forward. <laughs> Just scroll right through. And whenever you see Jason, it's always interesting when Jason, as well as um, Paris, who is played by um, uh your girls slinking around. Um, yes, Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Whenever they're in a scene, it's always very interesting. Isn't it? But if you don't want to do that, like the critic and his brother, and give it up, I think I am I need to get to the end before I can say, yes, I too am giving up. <laughs> but let's do away with that. Because Apple TV Plus has a new show out coming out this Friday called Foundation. Now, there's about 10 episodes. It's based on a book that many people have read and we're really, quite frankly, very excited to see that this is happening. And, you know, the question really becomes, is the book really coming through in this TV series? Because once you know the plot points of the book and you know what happens, you're, it's kind of exciting to see it all play out. Does it pan out? Well, you've got Jared Harris, like leading the front. That's always interesting. Jared Harris will make it interesting. Is it enough? Is the Mm. question. Yeah. 
And both of us watched, I, I watched four episodes, I think. Yeah, um, two, two episodes for me. Now, I've read the first book in the series. I did read Foundation before I saw this series. Actually, you know, I've read it because I saw the, the teaser trailer of this show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what was it, like last year? I yeah. Was like, what yeah. involved? What is that? And it's based on a book? Let me read this book. A classic by Isaac Asimov. Now, the book is a series of vignettes. Keep that in mind. One of the things about reading the book is you're reading it going, what are they talking about? Like, okay. And you're trying to connect the dots, which you can do with a book. With a book, you can go back, you can pause and think. You can see, okay, what's happening in the next vignette? How does it, does it attach? You know, you have that time. So that's the challenge in adapting Foundation. So did they solve that challenge in this TV series? Well, oh, by the way, I should say, as I'm about to say this, there is an empire in Foundation. In sci-fi? Star Wars? (laughs) Who's the head of that empire? Crazy wacky doodle. Wow. <laughs> so Foundation, the, the book, actually inspired parts of Star Wars and so on. Yeah. So if you watch this and go, oh, are they stealing that? No, this was No, like it's the other way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now what they're stealing is the visuals and other stuff. So we have the Empire embodied by three brothers. They have some sort of immortality. I won't tell you how Don't that tell is. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I will have to say that one of them, Brother Day, is played by Lee Pace. That's who the reference. <laughs> and is he played by Lee Pace? Uh, is, yeah. is he ever played? By yeah. Lee Pace? And and the name, don't let it throw you. He's as dark as night. And he has two he other brothers. Brother. No, no. Mm-hmm. His older brother, Brother Dusk. See, see what's happening with the, the names here, everybody. Played by Terrence Mann, who was Javert on Broadway, the original. I, I know, I oh. know. Javert! <laughs> <laughs> and I am Javert. Okay. So, and then they had their younger brother, Brother Dawn, who's a kid. Dawn, day, dusk. Hmm. Note that. Note it. Now, dusk and day do all of the dirty doings. Nice alliteration. Okay, Dawn is deciding whether to go along. To do. (laughs) Dawn is deciding to do it. To do it. And he has to learn the ropes, essentially. And then they have some woman off to the side who's looking very sternly. What is she about? What is she about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what's happened is the Empire is constantly under attack. I mean, that's really what's happened. Constantly, they have to watch their backs because just like in star wars everybody this is intergalactic all kinds of planets vast space that they have to stay in control of and peace they want peace at any cost at any cost and in episode two you know what that cost is from a character who tells brother dawn what the deal is what they normally decide normally meaning always decide to do so with this back with this background going on, we have Harry Selden, played by Jared Harris. And he is, um, I forgot what they call it. It's like a, a psycho, psycho, something. 
statistician. He, he's like yeah. a glorified psycho historian. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So what he does or can do is use math to predict the future. Now this is a, an outdated science when we're watching Foundation. So like, oh, you do that, and his prophecy is the empire is going to be non plus going away. So this is a major threat. Prophecies can get out of hand, whether they're true or not. So the brothers, how are they going to respond to this? And by the way, they reference them as empire, empire. So the question is, with Harry Seldon's prophecy, is he going to survive even to get it out? Now, someone is coming to join him. Someone who is very special with math, and you'll find out what that means when you watch the show. Gail. And Gail is on her way. She's actually had to pay a price to come to join Harry. You'll see what that price is. And essentially, she's there to verify whether what he's prophesied is true or not via math. The problem is, if she verifies it, what's going to be the outcome? If she doesn't, what's going to be the outcome? Can, for her, too. <laughs> for her, for Harry and Gail, their lives are on the line. Now, Harry also has a little assistant. And this assistant <laughs> and Gail have a relationship. I'm just going to say it because what's the point in hiding it? Mm -hmm. So this is little romance budding and all of that in the middle of a crisis. I mean, this prophecy is for thousands upon thousands of years, they're going to be in the dark ages, essentially. Empire done. The question is, can you mitigate the damage to make it just a thousand years? Now, with all of this at play, Harry can tell the future, right? So he should know what's going to happen to him. He should know what the brothers are going to decide. He should know all of the possibilities. He should have contingency plans for all of these possibilities. The question is also, can you trust Harry? Is he mm. reliable? Hmm. Hmm. That's a question. And that's really the story. Now, in the show, they complicate it. Because what they did is they read the book and went, it's not enough. This is not enough for us to tell a TV show. It's not even enough for a movie. You have to fill it in. The way they fill it in, though, only makes it complicated, even more complicated than the book, frankly. It's already hard enough to follow this. You gotta streamline it. The story is this. It's what I said. The story is you have three rulers of a intergalactic empire who are constantly at threat and the biggest threat of their existence has come. Now, the problem with the threat is it's backed by science and a man who is trusted. What are they going to do? That's the show. That is the show. It is not romance and these other people and whatever else. These, these strange people that get killed or are, you know, like in danger for some reason. Like, it's not clear enough. Also, what I have to say about this is what we have to be careful of is mistaking look for awe. It, a lot of this looks great. Oh, it looks really good. It's Apple. I mean, come on. They're yes. going to foot the bill. Yes. Now, I had minor quibbles, but they're very minor. Even like the color story they chose. I mean, it's just beautiful to watch, which is why those trailers are so compelling. 
But that is not enough for me to go, <gasps> I don't even know what I'm doing that to. Like there is, the way they kill somebody, you'll see it early on. It's It reminded me, Ref, of, which has nothing to do with this, of the first Transformers Michael Bay movie. The first mm-hmm. time they transformed, what did they do? They slowed that sucker down. So you heard every, every gyration. The people in Times Square were going nuts the whole time because they thought of the viewer. They went, yeah. we are going to, they went, look, we cracked the code on this. Nobody knows what they're going to see. And we're going to slow this thing down and milk it and give you every penny that you paid for in about two minutes. This show needs more of that. When you kill somebody for the first time, we haven't seen it. Slow it down. Let's see the bubbles happen and all of that. Slow it down. You've got to know what your show is about. They're very confused because the book is confusing. They didn't crack the code, but they do have Jared Harris, who even when I couldn't follow what he was saying, I was following him. He knew what he was talking about, especially that I would say the second half of the first episode is the best that I've seen of this show. Well, I cannot agree. Sorry, but <laughs> I mean, I do actually agree yes. um, with you. So I, I I don't think I'll be finishing it either, but I think you made a good point. If you really want to see some really fine aesthetic filmmaking for TV yeah, and you've got the equipment for it, mm-hmm. you got a 4K, you've got all this bells and whistles, why not just check it out at least to see you know, flex your TV a little bit. Um, Check it out to see if it's something. I would say try to get past the first episode. Mm. Get into the second, because the second one's going to tell you whether or not you really should be watching it. Especially if you get to the end of it, you'll know whether you go, ooh, do I want to see that or... Yeah, maybe not for me. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. We've we've snuck around. We've checked out some new TV shows. And we've uh, said hello to some returning TV shows. And, you know, the question really will be, are you going to continue to watch season two of anything? (laughs) Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.